The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it, fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. <laughs> I'm not against the idea. Uh, All right. Hmm. Well, it's been a tough. Uh, it's been tough for a lot of folks who live and work off the land this fall. The early snow causing a lot of problems for the farmers, as we've been hearing, trying to get the crops in, and for those who depend on those crops, including a horse sanctuary near Cochrane. Yeah, a hay shortage um, has really put the Free Spirit Sanctuary in a tough position. Joining us now is Dr. Sandy Huckle, the founder of the sanctuary. Hi, Sandy. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Tell us about the uh, Free Spirit Sanctuary, will you? Yes, we're um, a non-profit uh, sanctuary about 30 kilometers northwest of Cochrane. And we've been around for just over a decade now. We uh, rescue horses. We've got horses there from some wildies and domestic horses, some donkeys and a few farmed animals that have been uh, rescued from neglect or slaughter. And we provide them with a lifelong home. And, uh, yeah, so um, we've been around for a while, uh, but been hit pretty hard by the, the weather and consequent hay prices this fall. So how many horses, how many animals do you have there? Um, we have 17 horses. We've got uh, six wildies that came from calls, etc., and uh, four donkeys. <laughs> and then we've got some cows, goats, sheep. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And where do they all come from? Um, the, the wildies came from culls, and the um, horses primar- primarily came from um, auctions where the only other person bidding on them was the kill buyer. So they would have gone to slaughter. And then we've got some animals from neglect situations. And uh, who, who brings uh, you the neglect situations? Um, some of them are just I hear about them, and or, or even I mean, one of our animals came from a local property. I just, yeah, it just varies. Hmm. You, you when you talk about wildies from cull, I mean, I think some people understand what that is, but other people oh. might not. Maybe you could explain to to folks listening what 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 are wildies from from yeah, from cull? Sure. <laughs> yeah, there are are lovely wild Alberta horses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, live in the foothills of Alberta, and um, there's an ongoing issue with uh, um, their with uh, the government doing calls on them, and uh, so we've been advocating for their, you know, their their freedom to live out there, and and have kind of stepped up when um, some have been called and and uh, brought them into our sanctuary. Well, pardon my uh, complete lack of uh, knowledge. What do you feed a horse? A horse primarily eats forage. So in the summer, if you have access to pasture, they eat grass. And then um, uh, through the winter, or if you're on a property that doesn't have adequate pasture, they eat hay. And then um, there's different types of hay, and it depends on on the the individual horse, um, what kind of hay is, is the best fit for them. 
And the challenge being now is is that drought has has caused grief for the for the uh, the the pasture that the horses would normally be eating up until about now, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Like we we rent or we uh, lease a hundred acre property that we have most of the horses on, and they would typically be grazing until about this time of year. Um, it was grazed right down in August yet. And then on top of that, um, we were hit with snow on September 12th, and it just never really got better until the last, uh, you know, the last few days here. So, so in, in the past, schedule, yeah. yeah, sorry, Sandy, in the past, uh, did you did you supply your own hay? Did you buy hay? Where, where did the hay come from in the past? We, we buy hay. We don't have um, land that we can uh, harvest hay off of. Um, the last few years, we've had a supplier from uh, near Bowden, and um, it was nice because we had a relationship with him. We could bring in loads of uh, 500 small square bales as needed throughout the winter, and, and it allowed us to do fundraising over the course of the fall. Um, he, he actually didn't even have a crop this year because of the drought. He didn't take any bales off at all. Um, so that, uh, you know, that uh, made it difficult for us. And then we thought we had some hay lined up, but that fell through um, just a week ago. So it kind of left us scrambling to, you know, in a really difficult year to try and find a supply this late. So, so there's a shortage of hay. Your your suppliers have have dried up, and the hay that is available, I'm going to assume, is expensive or much more expensive than what you've normally paid. Absolutely, it's pro- you know, depending on the situation, it's up to double or even more what it what it was last year. And a lot of you know, this part of the province is most people didn't even get a crop or, you know, a fraction of what they would normally get. So a lot of hay is being brought in from up north or even Saskatchewan. And you're looking at, uh, you know, eight-plus hours of transport that you need to pay for to bring it down. And and then you're also getting hay sight unseen, which which can be a, a little nerve-wracking, too. Hey, before we ask you how we can help, uh, uh-huh. I'm just curious, how much does hay cost? Is it by the, the bale? I mean, how do you, how do you pay for hay? Uh, hay tends to come in two forms. We typically use small square bales. They often typically range from 50 to 60 pounds. And the reason that we've we've used small squares is you you need the proper equipment to handle the bigger bales, which our sanctuary doesn't have. So um, they it does end up per pound running more expensive because of the. It's oh, so you pay per pound. So how much is hay per pound? Paper pound. Um, oh boy. Well, I would say for the small squares, we were in the spring from la- you know last year's harvest. We were getting um, sixty-five pound bales delivered for seven dollars. Okay. Um, you're easily looking at bales, and a lot of them weigh a lot less. You know, fifty-pound bales for twelve bucks without delivery now, and then round bales, which we haven't used, but we're probably going to have to at least have some of our supply. Um, coming round bales um, typically run about a 1200 to 1600 pounds and they they have been the, the price of the rounds has probably doubled they're 160 to 200 without delivery so um, question for you are you a registered charity 
We're not, we are a registered nonprofit in the province of Alberta, but we're not actually registered with, uh, as a charity with the CRA. Okay, so, so you, you can't, can't issue a receipt, you right? Can't we issue can't t- issue receipts, but, um, you know, definitely 100% of the funds we raise go, go toward the animals. Mm. Okay. okay. So now, ideally, this almost sounds like a dumb question, but I, it would be dumber of me not to ask. <laughs> okay. Ideally, do you want people to donate money or hay? Well, we're open to both, quite honestly. Um, if there if are any leads on hay, we'd be we'd love to hear about them. Um, for most people, I think it's most practical just to help out with a, a financial donation. Um, as far as the hay goes, we're open to small squares or rounds. Um, we just need to make sure that it's a, um, a horse hay, it's a high-quality horse hay, so that it um, was put up dry and doesn't have dust or mold, um, and that just makes it helps with the, keep the animals healthy. Um, horses can't eat some of the hay that gets fed to cows. Um, they're more sensitive to mold, so that would be the main thing. Um, otherwise, we're definitely open to either. Well, uh, the website is freespiritsanctuary.ca. Some beautiful pictures of the horses right on the uh, on the uh, on the homepage right there. There's uh, information about it, and uh, there's a donate button right there as well at the bottom of the page. You can click on that and and help out uh, that way if you can. I know we are getting some interest here, uh, Sandy, and especially if you were able to do tax receipts, mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. might have been a little different, yeah. but. Yeah, it's a difficult um, issue with the tax receipt for a couple of reasons. There are limitations on how much um, you can, how much resources you can put into promoting change when you're mm-hmm. registered with the CRA with respect to, for example, um, you know, trying to uh, advocate for the wild horses. And the other issue is with smaller operations where you don't have a lot of uh, you know, a lot of help and it falls to, you know, a, a lot of the, the animals I do. It, it, it's a, a lot to take on from an administrative point of view. Yeah, um, that's true. So, the, you know, you got to kind of balance everything. And when you're a smaller, you know, a smaller nonprofit, it, it, it can be difficult to, you know, and I, I have to work on top of this. So I, you know, I have a career on the, <laughs> I have a career on the side of running this sanctuary. So there's only so much of me that can go around. So that, I, that is, you know what, Sandy, if I can just, say that I know that to be absolutely true what you just said it, yeah. you, you know even to try and get an accountant who'll do a not-for-profit mm-hmm. yep. they charge like a lot more than just regular books because they're so complicated yeah, uh, do you have a, yeah do you have a dollar figure in terms of if you looked for uh, you know a total amount that you would probably have to raise to make sure everything was okay well we're looking at I mean we're probably looking at somewhere from Fort to 20,000 depending on what percentage of the bales are small squares because that does bring the price up but but uh, you know makes life a lot easier as far as the uh, feeding when it's minus 30 in, in winter but um, yeah it would vary on what what percentage are, are rounds and which are small but mm. somewhere in that range okay and and what kind of price we can find and then of course there's transport on top of that yeah. so that's still up in the air a bit until we we have sourced out a supply and you know what just to make matters worse I, i'm sure our listeners will step and help you uh, step up and help you but i can tell you from my years in the trucking industry that's yep. a load nobody wants either so uh, it, yeah. yeah just yeah. because of the value of the load um it pays very poorly I, I know it's expensive you know for you but it pays poorly to a trucking company so you yeah. know sometimes even transport's yeah. a problem yeah and there's 
said it seems the price is running at about like for to transport the uh, large rounds it's about uh, four dollars per loaded kilometer. So yeah. when you you know if you're having if you're having to bring uh, hay in from hours away, it it adds up quickly. Well, uh, once again, the website is freespiritsanctuary.ca. There is a donate button right there. Uh, Dr. Sandy Huckle joining us this afternoon. I, uh, Sandy, keep us updated on, on how things are and, and what's going on, and uh, we, we'd like to uh, be aware of what's what's shaking with you down there, okay? Oh, for sure. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to uh, tell our story. Uh, yeah, our, yep, pleasure our pleasure. I'm sending yep. you good vibes on this one for sure. Oh, thank you so much. Take care now. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Again, on on the website, there's a donate donate button. button. Yeah. 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 Free Spirit Sanctuary. That's right. It's the easiest way to do it. Uh, Hey... Before we get to the top of the hour, I, I, you and I have not spoken of this, but I know it's in our list of potential stories for this afternoon. But these uh, these kids, well, these 20-some-year-olds, one from Grand Prairie, one from England, Liverpool, I think, that spray-painted a um, um, historic wall in Thailand and who face... What, Ten years 40, in jail? Ten years in jail and a $40,000 mm-hmm. fine. Um, you know... I have sympathy as a parent that I would do whatever I could to free my daughter or son from, you know, that circumstance. And I know that she started a GoFundMe page, um, but it was criticized over the weekend, and I haven't gone to see it myself, but the criticism I saw was that the GoFundMe page was to pay her bills, um, her regular, you know, bills, while she awaited the outcome, which could be months, because she was supposed to come back to Canada, now she can't. She's being held there without a passport. Um, but I have no sympathy for her. Oh, I have none whatsoever. I have I have none. Uh, the bail money has been sent to Thailand, so she, apparently she was supposed to be released today, but it's going to have to remain there, as you mentioned, for that trial, which could take up to a couple of months, mm-hmm. a couple of months away. Um, you know, as I say, people do, <laughs> don't, people don't. do dumb things, right? Um, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not judging the parent because... These, these, this is, uh, you know, somebody in their 20s. They're an adult. So they're an adult. They got drunk. They did something stupid. But, of course, you're always a parent. It's always your watch. So I'm not criticizing the mother for doing whatever she can to try and free her daughter. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, you know, I'm sorry. I just can't muster sympathy for not, an idiot. Well, I'm not going to be donating to any GoFundMe page. Nor for will you. I. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, and you know what? Ten years in jail. The possibility of ten years in jail. Uh, Forty thousand dollars Canadian. Thailand jails is not a place where you want to be. So you know what? Don't break any of the laws when you're there, dummy. Right. There, you know, the penalties in other countries for various crimes Be are severe, aware. right? And I can't imagine that you haven't heard a story about... I mean, there was just one about Thailand a few... Well, what, it was a the, couple of whole, months the ago, loot right? and whatever right. at a party there, yeah. You're you're in somebody else's country. The justice don't system is... Don't moon yeah, the temple at right. Angkor Wat. Like, don't. Uh, it's, you know, when I used to enjoy... 
and for all the wrong reasons, used to enjoy watching the border security show out of Colombia where they were, you know, they would find somebody trying to smuggle cocaine out of Colombia and they would, you know, explain that the penalty is 20, mm-hmm. 30 years. And, and, you know, they would break down and they would cry and they would, no, you must know, though, the risk you're running, right? I mean, obviously that's different than spray painting, but still, I mean, you know the you're in a foreign country, you know they've got harsh penalties specifically for this, and it's in fact been a story more than a couple of times in the last mm-hmm. year. And you thought, I mean, how drunk do you have to be? Because the mom's saying, she talked to the daughter, the daughter said, well, we were drinking. It was mostly the other guy spray painting, right? Um, the Canadian consulate has basically said, they're going to help, as they do. Canadian consulate, though, has said they're not, they're not going to argue the charge. She did they, it. She did it, and she confessed to it. And they, they don't have the ability to change the laws of a foreign land. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Be aware, whenever you're traveling anywhere, of the different rules and regulations, the things you need to be aware of whenever you're yes. going to that country. And your Canadian rights do not transfer no. to a foreign country. No, no, no. If you wouldn't, if you wouldn't spray paint a church or a temple or a, an important right. structure here in Edmonton, yeah. don't do it there. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.